30-yard attempt. Santos for the win. And it goes good. Bears win at the buzzer. Courtesy of CBS Sports, Cairo Santos putting the Bears in the win column. It was anything but pretty at times, but uh, effective nonetheless. I guess I summed that up pretty well, didn't I? Yes, you did. Andy Mazur alongside Happen OB. It's sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. I'm telling you, I'm still worried. Again, we're talking about a win, but I'm still worried about Justin Fields being his ability to see the entire field in this. Wow, in this, game. this thing is getting a little bit scary. Uh, it's always good to hear the Bears fight song. That means they win, OB. So congrats to Matt Eberflus. They're 2-1. 2-1. And, 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 and they're going to the Meadowlands to see the New York Giants. And that's a team that they can beat. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, they yeah. can at least be competitive, but I think they can beat them. But in a game that set the entire NFL back 50 years. I mean, what a what a nightmare. Now, in a game that starts with a botch snap and almost lose the ball on a fumble... A game that after three quarters of of NFL competition, our quarterback hadn't even thrown for fifty yards in a game. Coming in, we I mean that's all everybody in the NFL, let alone Chicago, was talking about was the aptitude of not only our passing offense, but Justin Fields. And you hit it right on the head. Hey, there's more questions right now than there were at 11.59 before the kickoff. And you want to know what, Danny? The questions that popped up today after the four quarters is Justin Fields. That's what I'm saying. There's more questions about him oh, now than there were three hours and five minutes ago. Well, you know, he. What, you, you mentioned he passed for 49 yards at the end of the third quarter. 49 yards. He was sacked three times through one interception. Two. But Herbert saved the day. He ran for at the end of the third quarter. I'm talking about Danny. He uh, Herbert ran for 103. Uh, excuse me, 123 yards, and that kept us in the game. The play calling by our coaching staff, Danny. There's, there's, I I can't tell you how discombobulated these this game plan was, and not only that, last week also. You have to throw the football in this league. You cannot throw for 28 yards, 11. You can't have 11 attempts. You can't play in this league from week to week and try to win a world championship. And by the way, that's why you play this game. You don't play it to come in second. And I'm going to tell you what, I I don't understand their, their game calling. The time, Danny, what was it, just before the first half or whatever? We had, what, a minute and... Yeah, three timeouts. Yeah, a minute and some odd seconds to go. And Lovey calls a timeout, and yet we are in possession, and we don't call timeout after we make the first down. Right, we don't even try to move the ball down the field. Just before the first half, but maybe that hey maybe maybe they're subliminally telling us everything we need to know about their confidence in Justin Fields. Ob, well, maybe they're telling us by you know not coming out vocally, but what they're doing. And I got to tell you, he threw three of the worst passes I've ever seen NFL quarterbacks throw in a football game, and two interceptions. Uh, it just it, and and folks, you know that. As a rule of thumb, OB and Hamp are pretty hard on quarterbacks, but we have been very generous to Justin Fields, have we not? 
Are you, uh, over overly? Yeah. And now I think it's time that everybody starts kind of putting the screws to him and saying, "Okay, okay, your uh, your little uh, infancy period is over. It's time you start standing in the pocket, making big time reads and big time throws, and we can't have any more of this garbage grease fire, you know, errant throws for interceptions." Well said, Danny, and uh, boy, absolutely. I'll tell you what, I'm 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 just wondering, just wondering if this coaching staff sees what they see, and they're hoping and praying uh, that if they can keep this running game going and keep them, in the, keep them in the game, that somehow Fields will develop a little bit. I'll tell you what, folks, these first three games, I mean, our offense going into this game was dead last, 32nd in the National Football League with the quarterback that we gave up two first-round picks to move up to get him. And this is what now, his third year? Second. Second year? It was just a year ago. In the third Maybe game. Sent him out to uh, the Cleveland Brown game <laughs> completely unprepared yeah. and got him sacked nine times. Well, but, I'll tell you what. For us to go through a 17-game schedule, things are going to have to get a little bit better. But in the meantime, yes, we did win the game. And we won it at home for the Chicago Bear fans, which was great because they're just the best on this planet. And I'm happy for the Bears, and I'm happy, more important, for the fans that we won this game. Kind of nice. In the last second or so, we kick a field goal, we win. Kudos to the Bears. But we had a lot of question marks after the opener. Oh, wait a minute. It was a flood. It was a hurricane. Oh, it was it was a monsoon. We could We can't expect, you know, a lot of progress offensively okay well then we go up to green bay oh but it's monday night i mean sunday night football it's uh you know a good packer defense and we fell behind and and there's a there was virtually this this was green light special today and that was a that was a bunch of nobodies that we were trying to make into superstars on the texas uh side of the the defense today and and you know hey kudos Montgomery goes out. I don't know if, whether it was an ankle or a knee. I don't think it's anything major, but he could not come back. Well, guess what? Khalil Herbert responds with a huge day. The uh, After three quarters, he had 13 rushes, 123 yards, and two touchdowns on the day. So, And I think you know he had a few more good runs in the, uh, in the final stage. But sooner or later... They've got to put the light on Justin Fields and say, okay, what's going on here? Because there's a lot of questions. All right, well, unlike Matt Eberflus, we can't burn a timeout here because we have more than enough to uh, to go ahead and burn one here. And we're going to take your phone calls, obviously, 312-981-7200, 312-981-7200. Uh, we'll take those calls coming up here in just a moment. Let's remind you that the Chicago Tribune says that Mel's Craft Barbecue has the best brisket in the state. Mel's is perfect for watching your favorite team and enjoying brisket, pulled pork, turkey, or baby backs, just like we did today. Mel's has everything for the barbecue fanatic, plus a full bar featuring over 60 bourbons. Can't make it to Mel's? Well, call Mel's Barbecue and ask about catering options. The only thing better than football is football with Mel's Craft Barbecue. Mel's Craft Barbecue on Main Street and Park Ridge across from the Metro Stop or visit melsbbq.com. And I'm telling you folks, it's the best brisket that's ever went across my teeth. 
today I'm it was t- like it was, it like, was well, a- a- amazing and we really appreciate you mel it was just delicious it was like well, fred flintstone slabs of meat there today let me tell you something there's some stats that are that are kind of stunning folks and 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 we you know we're with running the ball, I mean, that's it's always great because we have a couple of quality running backs, even though we lost Montgomery early. But I'll tell you what, folks, you pass for a total of 82 yards, and you only have 17 attempts. We had 11 attempts last week, and the yards per pass were 3.7. 3.7 yards per pass on 17 attempts for a total of... Of what? 82 yards. 8 for 17. And we won a football game. Woohoo! 23-20. That was the final. 281 yards on the ground. That'll get you (laughs) the big W. That'll get you the W. Those stats are staggering. Right. In itself. We'll come back and we'll break down the rest of it. We'll take your phone calls, 312-981-7200. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. More coming up on 720 WGN. Chevy dealers, Dan Hampton's defensive player of the game. Starting to rain at Soldier Field on third and one. Mills pass the fuck Dan Hampton's defensive player of the game, Roquan Smith, kind of icing things there, at least getting the chance for the Bears to win the game. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com. Andy Mazur alongside Happen OB, a 23-20 win for the Bears. And it was a, it was a best game Roquan has uh, put out there for us to see in, in quite a while, going back quite a while. But I think it was Blackson or, or uh, Justin Jones that got a ha- big hand up and batted that ball and kind of took some of the juice off and it became a dead quail and it fluttered out there and he intercepted it. So little, hey, great play by Roquan, but uh, give a little credit to the line. They they were finally without no pass rush. We had one sack on the day and Davis Mills. I mean, he was uh, he was slicing and dicing, and it it's not good. We've got to get better. You know, Robert Quinn. Hey, once he made one play in three games, it's time he uh, he kicks it up a little bit. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred is our phone number, and I've got a bunch of calls lined up here. I'd like to see the coaching staff pick it up a little bit because <laughs> I'll tell no you kidding. what: if you look at some of these numbers, stats, they're staggering. Last two games. In our passing game, we throw him for basically 155 yards. Now, that last two games, that's eight quarters. You break that down, it's just a little over 19 yards a quarter, Danny. Just basically 19 yards a quarter in this day and age of a passing league in the National Football League. I'm not making this up for Okay, before we get to the calls, at least he was able to find Cole Komet. For two very, very nice big boy NFL, you know, uh, throws and catches. We got to see it eight or ten times a game. Yeah, he finally got to well, Mo- Then you got to look too. at the coach. You got to look at Getsy or Yessi or whatever the heck his name is. The Getsonian <laughs> offense? Yeah, you better get going, the Getsy. <laughs> it's not a museum. It's an offense. All right, let's, get, offense, to the call, yeah. all right, let's go on to Ed, who was listening to us in Texas. Ed, you're on with the guys. How you doing? Uh, doing fine, thanks. Uh, I'm Ed uh, from Texas by way of Maywood, and I went to the same high school as OB. Um, and uh, my question is, what do we have as a team? And the reason I ask is because down here in Texas, some of the fans are losing interest. They have a similar team to the Bears, a little bit uh, not quite talented, but, but they're losing. 
So, so the fans are abandoning, you know, jumping to other teams. What do we have with the Bears? It, because it is two and one. So does that help the team get better uh, eventually? Well, I'll tell you, I, 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 I find it very difficult here with three games under our belt to, uh, to find out just exactly what it is that they're trying to do. I, I, I really, I, I don't know. Uh, they, they, their play calling, as far as I'm concerned, is not up to snuff. It's not up to spar. It's not par. It's not up to what it should be. Our passing game is so far off. It's unbelievable. And thank God we can at least break some runs. And I, I'm looking at more problems as we get into the season than not. I mean, how? Just before half, do you have a minute and some odd seconds to go and you have three timeouts and you basically take a knee and let it run out and you don't even attempt to go downfield and try to score or let the clock run down to the last couple seconds and then throw a Hail Mary? We might catch it, we might get a touchdown, or we might get interference, of which a game cannot end on a penalty. A half cannot end on a penalty. We don't even try that. And we won a football game. Well, <clears throat> I think I, I think you hit a, a number of the uh, the topics right on the head. Here's the thing that I would tell you, sir, down in Texas. Uh, you know, the Bears are in a in a deep transition right now, and no matter how much you can want to put lipstick on a pig and all that hey, guess what? This is still a team that's a long ways away from being. A certified contender. Now, let me just tell you this. The offensive line, I think the run blocking is is good. It's not the greatest. I see running backs making great cuts, great breaking tackles. Uh, Houston was horrible, you know, against the run. So well, let's don't go crazy and, 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 you know, give them all, you know, medals for the run blocking. But as far as pass pro, the pocket is collapsing quickly on fields, and it, to me, it seems that he has—he's got this this clock in his head that is really starting to cause him problems with his decision making and his confidence in his throwing motion. You know, that, and there's couple, no rhythm. There's that's no what, rhythm. That's, what we're trying to do, exactly. And you know, that's why I was saying in the pregame, the you know. Play action, and and you know the second or third play of the game, we come out on a bootleg and 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 completed it, and I'm like, okay, finally, now that that is where we get the rhythm and precision of this offense. That's what we're talking about: the rhythm and precision. Now, if you can match that up with the successful running game, now you've got an offense where Fields will be able to go downfield and hit those twenty yard over routes and out routes and all the, but. To me, it looks like he's he gets more and more shaken as the game wears on, and he starts instead of you know making easy throws, he pulls it down trying to run, and you know just a matter of times. How many times has he run the ball now in three games? Something like forty five times. He ran it eight more times today. Well, guess what? Last time I checked, uh, Montgomery's uh, uh, as tough as they come in the NFL. He's already knocked out of a game. I mean, it happens when you're running with the ball. You're gonna take shots. 
It's just a matter of time. Then we're, we're going to be seeing Trevor Simeon if, if Justin Fields keeps pulling it down and trying to, you know, make something happen with his feet. It's okay. We get a first down or we get five yards. But the big picture is, kid, you got to be able to pull the trigger, get, get the ball down the field. 27 rushing attempts in the three games for Justin Fields. Okay, and Montgomery had, what, six, and he left the game. I'm just saying, every time you're putting yourself out there, it's it's an exposure we don't need with our so-called franchise quarterback. What I don't like are design plays for him to run. All right? That's not why you draft a quarterback to play for you. Okay, that's why you have running backs that you pay millions of dollars to. All right, I, and I and I just I I don't understand it, and and I'm going to tell you something. They better get this this game planning. They better there. There's got to be some rhythm. There's got to be some continuity, and there's got to be something happening. Because I tell you what, if you think we're going to go through what how many games we got left? Fourteen, something like that. <laughs> With with this kind of an offensive set, with the teams that we're going to start facing from here on out, basically, it's going to be a tough road. And I'm going to tell you, we've got him. He's our quarterback. He's supposed he's our franchise quarterback. You keep running this kid. He keeps taking off and running. I'm telling you, it's just a matter of time before he goes down. It's just the way it is. All right, three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. That is our telephone number. We'll take some more calls. First, we got to take a break for news here. Happen OB is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Third down and nine. Fields has time. Looking deep. Not there. Bernard chasing him. Fields eludes him. Fields is going to take off. Fields has room to run. He's got the first down into Houston territory and out of bounds. At our BBB Trusted Review, sponsored by the Better Business Bureau. Find a business you can trust at BBB.org. Courtesy of CBS, a nice run there from Justin Fields, the career-long 29-yard run. And the Bears get a 23-20 win. Happen OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Andy Mazur along with the guys. Hey, guys, we have full phones, so let's uh, let's get right back out to the answer. 312-981-7200 is our number. Uh, Jason, out in South Florida, has been hanging for a while. Jason, you're on with us. How are you doing? Hello, Jason. Hello. Yep, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, this is Dave. Dave in South Florida. How you Sorry guys about doing? that. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's okay. Um, yeah, a, a couple things that were very, very alarming was uh, what OB bring up with the the pass yards, and I think they bring up the stat the guys in the on on the TV that uh, since 1922, I think it was the Bears, the, the least amount of passing yards in through two games. That's very disturbing trend right there, and uh, I want to ask Ob and Dan Hampton: Is, is there a situation where the, the, this time management situation? This is not the first game this has happened. I think I forgot which game it was. It was the San Francisco game or the Green Bay game, where we had time on the clock going into halftime, three timeouts, and you like you said, Ob, you had a chance if there is a, a pass interference call. To get to set up a field goal attempt, or maybe even get a, a touchdown, and this has been the second time. Now, what's going on there? I mean, this is very alarming. It sounds like it's like a Matt Nagy. Let's play not to lose, but we're not playing to win. Let, I mean, what do you guys think? Let me tell you something, David. What you're saying is exactly correct. When you get those opportunities, you had over a minute to go down that field. And there, there's there's ways that you could have done it, and and, and you know to uh, because I'll tell you what 
what what the defense would be playing, the four down linemen or three down linemen, they would be there, they'd be watching you. But what would be the defense, the four defensive backs, et cetera, and a couple linebackers, they'd be playing deeper and deeper. So you could hit those couple of those passes underneath for 15, 20 yards, get up the line right away, get up there, hit another one, hit another one, and then go for it. We didn't even try to attempt to score. And I'm going to tell you something. That, that to me, if I'm the owner of this football team, I would have Eberflus sitting right in my office where I was the general manager. And I'm just talking about just at the end of the second quarter before the first half. Okay? You don't pass up opportunities like that. Over a minute, three timeouts, and basically you take a knee. Well, there's no question that he meant Eberflus is a defensive-minded coach, and obviously that has to come into the equation somehow, some way. That, Does it take a genius to but, figure that out, then? But, but I got it. But it was less than a minute. It was like 36 seconds, and then no, it wasn't. Lovey called timeout. We'll, we'll check it. Does, but the point being is, there was damn sure enough time to. Th- you know, heave the ball down the field and hopefully get, you know, a lightning strike catch or interference. You know, there's three things that can happen. Okay. Or four. They, nobody, you know, it's an incompletion. They could intercept it or on the positive side and there's only what 30 seconds left. They would have to come 70 yards back the other way. The point being is you're taking a bullet out of the gun and where you have a chance to do something and score. And, Bingo. And you know what? If you, you can't, you, first and foremost, you've got, you need to do that to keep the other team honest, to make them understand that you think that your team has enough ability and talent where we could maybe make something happen we could get a catch we could get an interference we could force you into a mistake but if you don't even try then you know that's that's just another just another reason why teams will not respect you and and there's no question I, what you said about the general manager setting him down hey you know Ryan Poles hey say hey you know so far so good with two and one it's been ugly, but we're two and one, and it's not like we're rolling people up forty to, to, to six. Danny. Hey, we need every point we can get, and if you're you're wasting cheap chances at getting points. Yeah, and they're cheap. They're, you're not gonna you're not gonna expect somebody to complete a, a seventy five yard you know pass and and touch. But you have an opportunity to make something happen. And we're passing it up. That was the key. It was an opportunity. Yes. Okay. I agree. That's what it was. And you don't take advantage of that situation. You know those D-backs are going to be playing you loose. So you hit again a couple of them underneath Dan for that 15, 20, 25 yardage. And you're right down on the field. Now what if we'd have lost this game? You know what the talk would have been? What were they thinking about at halftime? Why didn't they try to advance the ball down the field with three timeouts and time left on the clock? That's If we would have lost this game today, I'll guarantee you that would have been the number one topic. And, folks, let me just tell you, this isn't, you know, the NFL of 10, 15 years ago. It's wide open, and it's all about finding ways to win. Kansas City goes into winless Indianapolis and gets their butt beat. Buffalo goes down to Miami. They've owned Miami. Won the last six times. Well, they lose. Every play, you have a chance to score, and you have a chance to win. And like you said, 
We passed on it. We passed on it the second game. I think we passed on it in the first game, too. Well, I came flying out of my seat when I saw what they did just before the first half. A a, a situation where you have everything going for you right then and there to make something happen. And at this particular time of the game and whatever have you, and you don't even attempt, Dan. You don't even attempt. What What are you telling your players? We don't trust you guys? You're telling your quarterback we don't trust you to move this ball down the field? You don't trust your receivers? That's what. That's basically what you're almost telling them. I hate to say that, but I mean I'm not saying it's directly what, but that's what you got to think. Okay, we're going to get to the calls, but on about three levels. Number one, you're wasting an opportunity. Every play is precious. Yes, utilize it. Number two. You're subliminally not even threatening the other team. They gotta be laughing. Number three, you're telling your team subliminally, we don't think you're worth a damn, so we're not even gonna that's, try. That's the See, big that's one. That's the point. That's the big point. You don't trust your own team to make these plays happen in that situation? Well, remember, it has been a deficiency in the passing game we haven't seen since the <laughs> 1950s or whatever it was. It's been bad. Yeah. It's bad, folks. It's bad. 312-981-7200. That is our telephone number. Steve's been waiting for a while as well to get on with the guys. Steve, you're on the air. How are you doing? Hi, thank you. I'm wondering, two points. Has Dan or Obi ever thought about coaching the Chicago Bears? And number two, has anyone thought about recording your shows after the game and sending it to the Bears coaching staff so that they can learn about coaching. Well, thank you very much for the two wonderful uh, compliments. I, number one, uh, w- w- no, we're not coaching. We just got a new coach. And, you know, w- we've swung and missed about six times now since Ditka. But let's give this guy a chance, okay? And he's learning just like, you know, any first-year head coach will learn. Number two, you can get this on the podcast, Andy, right? Yes, you can. Tell them how to do it. Uh, just hit WGNRadio.com and go to our page. Uh, you can find it under the sports section. And then, you know, we need to package them and send them to uh, Ryan Poles to to pass out to the yeah. coaches for uh, their enjoyment. We'll send them a link. Hey, yeah, we'll Steve, send them a link. Steve, let me tell you something. You think Dan and I are the only two people, what we just talked about, the close of, that, uh, of the second quarter, going in the, the, I mean, the first half, okay? You think we're the only two people? You don't think Brian Poles, the general manager, sitting, we won, congratulations, guy. And then, by the way, okay, I- I'll guarantee you he gave you one of those, by the way, just before the close of the, of the first half, and you would go into it. Folks, what I'm trying to tell you is time is precious, okay? It's an hour game, basically. 30, 15 minutes, 15-minute quarters, four of them, one hour. You've got to be prepared if that comes up just before the close of a second half or whatever, the game again cannot end, or the half cannot, or the game cannot end on a penalty. Why don't you take advantage of it? Okay? Why? Why did you give this time and all those time-ups, why did you give it up? And again, thank God we won this game, Dan, because I'll guarantee you that if we lost this football game, that would have been the topic of talk right then and there. Three first downs, I mean three timeouts, and you had the time left on the clock, and you did what? Nothing about it? And you got a deadbeat defense. That, I mean, that's not the number one ranked Bills defense. That's a bunch of nobodies, right. as we said. Right. Yeah, we would have been cooking brisket in here. Let's get, <laughs> we got to get a timeout. All right, we'll get a timeout here, and then get back to the phone. Hang in there, callers. 312-981-7200 is our number. 
Hey guys, he's back. Longtime sponsor, nationwide agent Jeff Vukovic is back for all your auto, home, business needs. Contact Vuk at jeffvuk.com. And remember, nationwide is on your side. Happen OB is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at chevydrivechicago.com. More of your calls coming up on 720 WGN. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois. Hot route, hot route. Who brought it today? Looking at which bear played tough, played hard. And who brought it today? Sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois. The card to bring through it all. I think there's probably one obvious choice for uh, who brought it today. Well, you know, especially when uh, the starting running back, David Montgomery, goes down, we're all like, oh, no, oh, no, he was our best player against the Packers. Well, guess what? Khalil Herbert shows up, and, man, did he ever show up. He was able to put together a, a career day, 20 carries, 157 yards, and two tutties. And more importantly, time and time and time again, he'd have to dodge three guys in the backfield just to make – you know, four yards and make it second and six. So it, it, it wasn't an easy street he was running on today. I'll tell you what, they're the best one-two punch in the National Football League. They're awesome. I'd bet on them from week to week to yeah, week. Yeah, Cleveland's got Chubb and Hunt and yeah, as good as anybody. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Let's head back out to the phone lines here at 312-981-7200. Mike is listening out in Rockford. Mike, you are on with Happen OB. Hello, boys. Uh, listen, before the season started, I said I think this team's going to need wide receivers and a tight end and offensive line help. Guys, after watching Justin Fields for three weeks, and I know everyone out there in Radio Land is going to go, what's this guy talking about? you got to give him time. I'm looking at this kid in the pocket, outside of the pocket. I'm watching him throw, guys. And I know you're going to say, well, he doesn't have the complimentary players. He doesn't have the all-star wide receivers and the great tight ends. I'm seeing guys open. He's overthrowing. He's underthrowing. He's throwing behind them. He's throwing three yards out in front of them. He doesn't have the accuracy, you guys. I, I, I played high school football. I don't have the knowledge you do, but I've been on this earth for 60 years, and I've seen enough football to judge a good quarterback. This kid does not have what it takes right now to, and I, and I, people are going to say, well, you know, his receivers aren't getting, you know, the, uh, the separation. But when I do see him throw, the guys that are open, and there was one play, guys, where Mooney was standing late in the game. He was standing near the sideline, and it was, it was wide open standing there. He could have thrown to Mooney, but it was when fields went out of bounds. But I just, guys, he's not seeing the players. He's, he doesn't have the credentials. He, he might have the athleticism, but he doesn't have the football smarts, guys. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks for taking All right. Thanks, Mike. That's a good call, Mike. And let me tell you, of the 53 people, of the 53 people, players on a team in the National Football League, there's the one player that you must have that has to make it happen, Mike. And you hit it right on the head. It's a quarterback. Because it's a passing league, that's the way it is. That's the way the rules are set up. You see every team just launching a ball week after week. It doesn't matter, okay? But you have to have the quarterback that can make it work. He's the guy that has to make it happen, okay? I know you need you need five guys up in front in the offensive line, and you need the quality receivers. The number one thing for receivers, as far as I'm concerned, is to get separation. Okay, you got to have those people. We've got a couple of them, okay? 
But I'll tell you what, the person that has to step up to the plate, step up to the plate and take you to the Super Bowl and win it is the quarterback. He has to make it happen. No matter if he's handing the ball off or what he's doing, if he's in a huddle, he's the leader, he's the guy that has to make it happen. And Amen. so far, Mike, what what you've seen here in three games, I don't think we have seen that. I hope it comes forward, but I have not seen it. Let me say it again one more time. That's the one player that you can't wish hope in whatever. He has to get the job done. I think it, you said it perfectly. Hey, and here's the one thing, Mike. Even even if the team struggles and you don't have you know a quality line, a quality receivers, etc., the quarterback is still it's inherent upon him because of his position. He needs to be the enabler. He's got to right. make everybody better around him. And right now, nobody is that much better. And and you know he, he was able to find Cole Komet today for a couple of nice pitches and catches. But again, it's got to be more and. It's almost like he has created this tunnel vision where he's not seeing the entire field. He's it's good call, Danny. And it may be that the coaches have have basically said, you know, just like when we went back with Trubisky, and then we're going to roll him, and it, you basically you know uh, eliminate half the field. It's almost like Justin Fields has eliminated big swaths of the the opponent's defense because he's only looking at one place, and if it's not there, then he's pulling it down and running. He's he's got to quit that. He's got to get better. That that's the thing. I mean, and we watched a, a little video on Twitter of the first interception. I think it was St. Brown. It was wide open yeah. down the sideline on the left side, and he just and didn't see And he throws it, it yeah. across the middle the one, into double coverage. The one coverage. person that has to be in just plain English, yeah. the one guy you got to have on team, and he has to be the difference maker. Your quarterback has to be the difference maker. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Okay, and here's some good news before we go to the top of the hour break. Folks, hang on. We're getting right to you when we get back. Yes, we will. The word out of Hallis Hall is they're going to be very aggressive with receiver help before the trade deadline. So don't be shocked in the next week, two, three, we've seen enough. Why weren't you, why weren't you aggressive before the season started? What, like all of a sudden you didn't know you had receivers that can't get separation? How many, how many groceries you got in your house right now? Can you lock the door and live for six months? Yes. You don't know. You don't know. You got to see him in action. I got enough fear in there to keep me going. I'm coming over after the after the show. Beer, hot dogs. It, it sure wasn't Mel's barbecue. I tell you. No, that. no, no. That was that was fantastic again today. We'll talk more about Mel's later. Stuff. Twenty three twenty. The Bears end up winning the game today against the Houston Texans at Soldier Field. Hang on there. We'll get back to your calls in just a moment. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Game day is Guac Day, Bears fans, and that means delicious taste of good foods guacamole. It's always a touchdown with good foods guac because good foods brings game winning flavor perfectly ripe hand scooped avocados made with delicious real ingredients visit game day is guac day dot doc, uh, visit guac day dot com thank you very much i'll get that right one more time visit game day is guac day dot com and enter to win all kinds of great prizes and a season full of good foods when you gather to cheer on the bears this season to reach for the good foods guac available at jewel Osco and other chicagoland retailers pick up the guac Today, coming up, the news from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom at Happen OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Happen 
MLB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Andy Mazur alongside the guys here. Justin feels pretty hard on himself, and uh, I guess rightfully so in his post-game press conference. It's not kind of hard to understand why he would say anything other than the fact that he didn't have another good game. He can't hide. You know, it is what it is. What did you say, OB? The last two NFL contests. That is 120 minutes of NFL football. He has completed 15 of 28 for a grand total of 140 yards. Which equates to, I I, I redid the math, which equates to passing for 17 yards a quarter the last two games. You know, his quarterback rating was 27.7, and last week was 41.6, I believe. Something abysmal. There's He needs to be hard on himself. Yeah, I agree. He, yeah, he needs to be hard on him. So does somebody else. Yep. And somebody else has to be hired on his coaching staff, i.e. Poles, our general manager. You're, we're two and one. And, and I see more problems out there than I see answers. Answers. Yeah. Yep. That's much. what I see, Dan. Go ahead. 312-981-7200 is the number. Bill in Indiana, you are on with Happen OB. What's going on? How's it going, guys? Love the show. Thanks, Bill. Um, I'm not giving up on Justin yet, but what I see is a very slow release, and he's really slow on pulling the trigger. Because an NFL open receiver, he seems to not hit well or won't try, and then he's missing the wide open guys. My my ultimate Good observation. The Bears need to draft quarterbacks, not free agents, not undrafted free agents. They need to draft quarterbacks to create some competition in the building every year. Well, and, and you know what? When you have a pretty, you know, formidable team, then you can concentrate on trying to stock the the shelves with quarterbacks. But over the last six years, we have wasted. And I'm no, I don't want to say Justin Fields is a waste, but we have spent five number one picks on quarterbacks. Five. We gave up essentially three for Trubisky and gave up two for Fields. So. It's not like, you know, they're, they're ignoring it. They're just swinging and not hitting it out of the park yet. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's something of a concern. You need to let to see some uh, development. You like to see some, you know, positive steps forward and we'll hopefully see that against the Giants. And Andy, what, yeah, real quickly here and we'll get to the callers. And who, who does that fall on? Falls on the general manager, and it falls, and whoever he brings his, it falls on them. Falls on their shoulders. You got the fifty-two guys. Coach them up. Ron on the north side of Chicago. You are on with Happen Ob. What's going on? Yeah, I was going to say the the Bears. It looks like they're playing nineteen seventies football in, in horse racing in the Kentucky Derby. At one time, you know, you could win the race coming from behind, but the last fifteen years or so, except for this year. Uh, it's been pretty much horses with early speed, and which is equivalent to in football passing, being able to get a yard, you know, quickly when you need them and stuff like that. And so, I think the Bears believe that they, somehow they can ground and pound their way to the NFC title. And uh, starting with the, the ownership and the general managers, they basically hired uh, first-time starters. The last coach Nagy was a first-timer. This coach and general manager is the first time. They're drafting for defense instead of offensive players. They basically drafted mostly defensive players and things like that. Good call. So I think that they, they just they just don't have a, 
a bird's eye view of what it takes to win in the NFL, and they believe that they can play from the days of old and still keep fans and things like that and just, uh, you know, hope something good that happen. I'm not willing to give up on on the quarterback yet. I don't think he's Mitch, you miss me yet, but um, – I just think that uh, they got to institute some plays, and they want to run him. He'll be he'll be hurt before the end of the season if they keep this running thing. Somehow they want a running quarterback, but they got to institute some plays and create some downfield plays that can pick up fifteen, twenty yards when they need them, and you know, and and, and get something going. Hey, Ronnie, let me tell you, it was a, that's a hell of a call, Ron. Let me tell you something. How many times in four quarters today did you see us? Go to a fly pattern, which I mean, that's where the guy takes off and just flies down the field. A deep post pattern, a deep corner pattern, deep crossing ends. How many times did you see that in four quarters of football today? How about zero? <laughs> None. You know, the, the the maxim of the new age NFL, and Ronnie, thank you for your call, it, it's throw to score run to win well we got the running part down now we just got to figure out how to throw it indeed back out of the phones here we'll sneak one and more in before we have to get to our uh, next time i will go to matt in phoenix matt you're out with happen ob how you doing pretty good how are you guys good matt love you guys love the show thank you i uh, just want to be a little positive here I, I really do feel like the leadership of the Bears, Eberflus, and Poles have done a really good job with the culture of the team. I mean, you could tell by Eddie Jackson and his play recently. I really do think that they're, you know, they're headed in the right direction. So just be positive with these guys. I mean, I really think, uh, think good things are coming as a Bears fan. I think we all, we, lo- we all love that. So, uh, uh, and then just one other quick thing. I do think at the end of the game, you know, the only commodity at the end of the game, there was a minute 13 left in the game. That was the only commodity, and I really do think they made the right call at the end of the game there. And uh, I think the intel was Houston was going to let them score at that point. So take the win, and I think they did a good job. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it was very fortuitous that Roquan was able to jump the route. The ball was batted. He intercepted it. They had possession of the ball, and they were gouging us for some pretty good sized chunks all throughout the game. So it was it was it wasn't like uh, you know we were in position to to laugh and say okay we're in control. We weren't. We got the bounce of the ball again. Yeah, yeah. And Eddie Jackson's interception at the back of the goal line that was that was fortuitous as well. By the way, he's twelve and zero when he intercepts a pass. The Bears have won all twelve times. Well, let's so. get him intercepting passes. <laughs> More often, right? Yeah. <laughs> 312-981-7200 is our number. We'll get back to the phones in just a second here. If you're on hold, please stay there. We'll get right back to you. Do you think Chicago will catch 35 touchdowns this season? Well, if they do, Catch 35 Seafood and Premium Steaks is giving away premium 35-yard line tickets plus Catch 35 gift cards. And for every week Chicago catches three touchdowns, you have a chance to win a $100 Catch 35 gift certificate. You even get a $20 gift card just for entering. Visit Catch35Touchdowns.com to enter. That's Catch35Touchdowns.com and make your reservation at Catch 35 Seafood and Premium Steaks in Naperville or downtown Chicago. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Back with more in a moment on WGN. Rosen Auto Group, the Rosen Red Zone Report, to provide results for each Bears Red Zone visit. Herbert, inside the 10, still going at the 5, turns his legs, and he's in! Touchdown, Chicago! 
right there, our Rosen Red Zone report as we come back here on Half an OB. And the Bears win 23-20 to over the Houston Texans. Well, we got a bunch of college still waiting on the line here, 312-981-7200. So, yeah, yeah, let me just say this. You know, a couple of times last year, OB, in, in, amongst the disarray of Nagy and the team and nothing really good happening, I saw Justin Fields being the kind of quarterback leader and you can look in his eyes and say, hey, he, he knows what he's doing. He's confident. He's confident. He's 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 going to be okay. I haven't seen it thus far this year. Something's different. I don't know what it is. Let's Hamp- get to the calls. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Danny, I think some of it real quickly is the play calling. You got to put the kid in position to make a play. To make a to make a play. You have to your offensive coordinator, you have to put him in a position to make a play. Yeah, and, he and we don't some, do anything. And Dan. he was in position to make some good throws right. and he didn't make them. We had I, mean, I saw one up. time we did a bootleg and it worked. With our, in the second half with the running. Outside of that, no play action again. I don't understand these guys. All right. Let's go to Orland Park and talk with the meet. You've been hanging out for a while. Thanks for hanging, and uh, how you doing? Yeah, hey, hey, how are you? Uh, nice talking to you, Hamp and OB. I think you do a good job. Thank and uh, just, uh, I enjoy listening to you guys. And uh, I just wanted to know, what do the Bears need to do in terms of utilizing the, the tight end and throwing the ball? Forget about even... 40, 50 yards down the field, like 10, 15 yards down the field. Because like I, I watch a lot of the other teams, and they're throwing it 10, 15 yards down the field with ease. Like It's so easy for them. We're going to kill our, our running backs. Forget about the quarterback. The running backs are all going to be on the injured list if we keep this up. Now, I don't like this 1984 or whatever style offense they're playing. It's not going to last for a long time. So what do you think they need to do? You, the, like, you, you know what I mean? You said, you, you said the most important. It's not going to last for a long time. No, it's not. And and you know Montgomery, he's already nicked and and down, and we don't know what the uh, extent of his injury is. But you know, thank the Lord for uh, Khalil Herbert able to come in and and you know go for over a buck fifty. Best one two punch in the league. Yeah, but if he gets nicked. Now what? So the bottom line is we've 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 got to be able to complement the offense's you know ability to run with the pass. That is what Luke gets. He's got to figure out. So what we're hearing from uh, from uh, Soldier Field, Matt Eberflus saying that uh, David Montgomery was day to day, and he said it was a positive that he was only day to day. They have he has a lower leg injury. Didn't specify whether it was the ankle or the knee. Uh, Bears PR kind of put out the uh, the ankle and the knee when he left the game and said he wasn't going to come back. All right, just that update for you there. Let's go back out to the phones, and we'll welcome in Matt from Champaign. You're out with Happen OB. Matt, go ahead. Gentlemen, I appreciate it. Uh, two quick points. Number one, whether it's in sports, business, or life, it starts at the top. If the McCaskies aren't going to sell the team, they need to outsource some way to hire a proper team president so they can hire a proper GM so they can hire a proper coaching staff. I don't, you guys said it. We've gone through five or six coaching staffs, and the offense is consistently impotent. Until you get a coaching staff that can coach properly, call plays properly, and coach the guys up, they're not going to be a competent offense. And the point, two about Fields and his confidence, the reason he was a number one or first-round draft pick 
and he was so successful at Ohio State, he had a solid offensive line in front of him. No quarterback is going to have confidence or have time to scan the whole field when he's always running for his life and he's worried that he's going to get smacked from behind and lose consciousness. If you don't have a solid offensive line in front of him, he doesn't have the time to scan the field, and it's between the ears. He has the tools. They have decent receivers. They have a decent tight end. But you, they have no, they have unknowns at tackles. They lost Daniels as a free agent. They've only got two solid guys in the middle. They what can they do to improve their offensive line? What can they do to hire somebody to get a proper coaching staff in there? Thank you. Well, Matt, they just did. Yeah. They supposedly hired Poles, who they thought was the best one available as a GM, and he brought in Eberflus through their searching throughout the coaches, et cetera, and offensive and defensive coordinators and ex-head coaches, and they came up with Eberflus. Okay? what what And I can't, you know... What what I see, I it scares me. It scares me. We just went through four years of Nagy. By the way, we had a defense that we could have won a Super Bowl, a world championship with, and we did nothing with it. They should have concentrated on getting a quarterback in here, getting an offensive line. Matt, they didn't do it. Okay? We, we move up again. We let Trubisky to get him. We give away a couple quarter uh, number one draft choices, two or three of them. This kid we got, we gave up a couple of number one draft choices to get him. He has to be the man. And I, I just said this about 15, 20 minutes ago. What would Green Bay be without Aaron Rodgers? You think those other 52 guys on that football team don't believe in Aaron Rodgers? You think the same thing down in Tampa Bay? They don't believe in Tom Brady? Why? Because they make it happen. That's the guy that has to make it happen. I don't know why somebody can't understand this around here. All right, and, and as far as the coaches, you know, and again, hey, we're two and one, folks. Guess what? Buffalo is two and one. Kansas City's two and one. So let's not hit the panic button just yet. But it ha- we have to be able to see marked improvement with the quarterback and the passing game. Here's the thing: you're talking about Luke Getze. We hired him. As the offensive coordinator, he comes with documented you know, results. He was the quarterback coach to Aaron Rodgers, three-time MVP. Chris Morgan is a good offensive line coach. Who's who's he got playing? It must have heard center is is a, a, an undrafted free agent that probably wouldn't make anybody else's team. The two tackles are low around uh, uh, draft picks. Danny, they starting won't as a rookie the in the second line. But I'm just saying, I've been screaming about that for years. I got it, but. We spent five first-round picks on quarterbacks that we have not seen results from. Somebody's so, got to understand that you got to yeah. have the wall in front. Okay? I got it. You think Aaron Rodgers would put up with this? That never happened. Yeah, well, again, he's in Green Bay and we're here. So we, we have to you know, try to find answers with the people we got right now. I'll say one more call in here before we hit the news break. 312-981-7200. Paul and Berwin, you're on with guys. How you doing? Hey, real good. Uh, Dan and OB, you know, I'm watching uh, all these games and these, these tacklers. Uh, you know, in grammar school and high school and in college, you know, you were taught to hit low. You know, you can't tackle these guys when they're up so high. You know, they're, they're so doggone strong. And the other thing is, why don't the defensive backs knock these receivers, you know, right off the line to to screw up their pattern and give the defensive line, you know, a chance to get at the quarterback. 
All right, first and foremost, we don't do much pressing because we got young, young corners. I mean, Gordon is a rookie who's getting better. The last three quarters of this game, he actually impressed me. He's doing a lot more good things. Kendall Vildor is just holding the spot until Jalen Johnson can get back. Now, the one thing is, you're, you're talking about the defense. The defense, and we can't leave them out of the equation, OB. Think about this. In the second quarter, they had a 31-yard punt return. Horrible coverage. Then they, we give up a 25-yard run on first down. Then a 9-yard run on first down. And, and I mean, they are gouging us. And we, our defensive line never got off the, the blocks. They never got to the quarterback. Justin Jones got a, a, a sack. I think it was the third quarter. That was the only time we actually touched the quarterback today. They've got to be better. And the reason that the corners aren't up there pressing, they can watch the same film. They don't see nobody getting to the quarterback. So they don't want to whiff and give up a bomb. So everything has to work together. Excellent point, Danny. 23-20, the Bears win the game today against the uh, Houston Texans. Next up on the schedule, the Wait Giants. Wait a minute. Well, on fourth and one, we left the defense in, and they ran a fake punt, and That's they right. got a first down. Yeah, they did. That's why you leave the defense in. What the hell were they doing? <laughs> I mean, there's enough blame to go all over the place. <laughs> well, let me take back what I just said. <laughs> 312-981-7200. That's our phone number. We'll get some more of your calls coming up after the news. If you are on hold... Please stay there. We'll get right to you uh, here at uh, WGN. Happen OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Really just making the most of my opportunities. I, I, I come in with that mindset every week. Um, you know, whether it's one carry, 20 carries, um, you know, just try and make the most of that and make a play with, with what I get. So. <laughs> Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDrivesChicago.com. Andy Mazur with the guys here. And we're going to go right back on the phones. We've got a bunch of people that want to chime in here. 312-981-7200. That is our phone number. And uh, Jim's been hanging out for a while. Jim out in Aurora. You're on with Happen OB. How are you doing? Yes, sir. Very good. Dan, you mentioned earlier the Bears wanted to make some deals and trades to get some wide receivers. Uh, XNIU star, uh, the Giants' number one receiver, Kenny Galladay. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Sure, what, he what killed us when he was in Detroit every game. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, is he a guy that uh, could help, and how do they get him? What I mean, I know he wants to hang on to his draft picks, but how do you get him? Who knows? You know, and, and again, the, the word is that they're going to try to and, – and again, OB, it, it, obviously – Part of the mix with the receivers and Justin Fields, it, through three weeks, it obviously is not working. Maybe they need another speed guy, another dynamic, uh, you know, addition. I don't know, but the word is they're going to be aggressive and we'll, well find out. And why would, why would, we're going to see the Giants, uh, Sunday. Why would they want to let him go? I mean, like I said, he, he was always, you know, a killer. He's he actually, He's requesting a deal. Uh, they're, they're not using him. Well, that'd be a real good place to start. Well, I can tell you, if we're playing this upcoming week, if they thought about trading him to us, they ain't going to do it until after. <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can make book on that one. Jim, thanks for the call. We Thank appreciate you, it. Let's move on here to, uh, let's go out to Tony in Sycamore. You're on with the guys. How you doing? Hey, Dan and OB. Thank you guys so much for your playing careers. Uh, God bless you guys. Hope Thank you, you guys sir. are doing well right now. 
Um, what if I told you that prior to this game, the offensive line for the Bears led the league in average time to pass, and Larry Borum and Braxton Jones were in the top ten in pass block win rate, and the receivers were number four in average yards of separation per pass. Do you guys? I would still say you're hallucinating. <laughs> Well, Those are statistical facts, guys. You know, know, and, 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 and you know what? That's pro football focus. And they, they have a lot of really interesting ways of looking at things. And all I know is if you go back and watch this, this game, I mean, the pocket is collapsing around Justin pretty often. And they got five sacks. Okay, name one guy that was rushing the passer today. I mean, I'm just saying it wasn't like they had, uh, uh, you know, uh, Nick Bosa over there. I'm just saying we, we've got to be better. We've got to be better. Cody Whitehair has not distinguished himself. Most of her struggles were trying to get Lucas Patrick involved. Uh, Tevin Jenkins has, has not been a glaring, you know, uh, liability, but at the end of the day, you know, those stats can say one thing, but I, I know what my eyes tell me. And it, to me, it's that Justin has really struggled with his reads in the pocket and something is, is causing the, you know, the distress. I don't know if, if it's a combination of, of, you know, the, the pass blocking breaking down, the receiver's not getting open, the, he's thinking of something else or safeties, you know, uh, fooling him by taking a couple of decoy steps and then going to another, uh, read. I, I don't know, but at, at some point, it all has to come out in the wash because uh, we we just said he's thrown for 140 yards in two NFL games with perfect weather and you know especially up in Green Bay that's where you, you're down early you need to let it go and he just wouldn't pull the trigger. Tony, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Yeah, I mean we've seen on video how much separation the guys are getting. But again, if if the quarterback is not decisive enough to make that decision doesn't matter if he's 15 yards open he's not going to get the ball there well he he made such a bad throw today to the backup tight end i mean ob and i looked at each other our mouth was wide open like i could make that throw <laughs> and, and you know it just it, it boggles the mind i don't i don't understand something has to uh kind of get you know sh- shaken into place because it ain't clicking all right josh and joliet you're up next here with happen ob how you doing good how are you um OB, do you think if they would have hired Jeff Ireland, they would have like that you would have addressed the offensive line because Ryan Poles had said that he fixed the offensive line, but in reality, when you watch him, he did nothing. I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you. Yeah, I mean. The fact is, they didn't obviously, and that's uh, you're kind of here with what you've got. I mean, that's that's. Uh, I don't know if at this point you can blame a GM. I mean, first time through, we've got sixty six million dollars in dead cap, and that's guys like Nick Foles and 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 Cleo Mack and other guys playing somewhere else, and they're not a part of this. And so, you know, you got to stay within the confines of the salary cap. You just can't go out on a spending spree and and you know start you know trying to find. You know, high dollar, uh, you know, replacements and bring them in. I mean, that's not Ryan Poles. And again, remember the two, the two things that we talked about in the opening week were 
imperative that we establish. Number one, respectability. We've got that. Folks, we're two and one. Kansas City Chiefs, they're two and one. I'm just saying, we are in the upper echelon of the league when you look at the record. Now, when you peel it back a little bit, maybe we have a, you know, a lot of problems and some liabilities here and there. But the second part of that was development of Justin Fields. And in my mind, he may have been, he may be getting worse. The last two weeks. That's, I mean, he's going backwards to me. And, and the point, Danny, is that he has to be the man. <clears throat> That's the way this game is played. In, Our quarterback's got to be the man. In yeah. today's game, your quarterback has to be the man. He has to have total control, and he has to have that accuracy, and you've got to have, all being said with that, you got to have the five guys up front. Because if they're not up front, they're not taking care of that number one guy who has to be the difference maker. He has to make it happen. There's no other way in this game, and we don't have them. But see, and again, we could be zero and three, and everybody screaming at you know the house is on fire and all that. And that's when you don't you know think, oh well, we're not going to spend any extra money on people. But right now, we're two and one. Well, hey, let's see. We're in it. Let's hey, let's okay. You know what I'm saying? This may be the time where Ryan Poles throws a little caution to the wind and tries to make something happen. 312-981-7200. That's our telephone number here if you want to get in touch, uh, like Gus did on the north side. Gus, you're on with Happen OB. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Hey, guys. Uh, uh, I, I called last week, late 1130-ish, and uh, I kind of said the point of uh, people keep saying franchise quarterback. I don't want to pile on, but there's just some things. One one of the main things. Just say that, what you feel. Don't worry about it. I know, but, you know, at, at halftime, I, I know you guys brought this up, and when I saw it, I just sat here with my mouth open. The defense is playing their ass off, excuse me, but to get the ball back, and you've got timeouts, three, I believe, and you don't even try maybe a pass interference, anything. You you let the clock run out. That's kind of telling your quarterback and your team now. You're telling your team you don't have confidence. And And a couple other points, real quickly. I'm watching. I'm watching him throw the ball, and it seems like he threw some some balls like an outfield would throw, right on the numbers. But the receivers, like the one to uh, Komet, his shoulders were squared to him. I mean, if they're not squared to him, it seems like he he has problems. And and I I don't know. It's uh, it's it, it's tough. I don't. You're, like I said, I don't want to pile on. I think I, he's lost his confidence, and I don't know if getting a receiver, whoever they're trying to get, you guys were talking about. I'm not sure that's going to do anything either. You lose your confidence. You guys played pro ball. I did not. If you don't have confidence at any level, especially that level, you're going to get eaten up. And it seems like he's getting eaten up. Lastly, defense played pretty well, and uh, Roquan had a great game. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, Gus, uh, you must have not been tuned in. The first 15 minutes of the game, <laughs> OB r- ran it to heaven about how insulting it was, not only to the fan base, but to the game of football for them to just let the clock expire. And I made the point that it, on three different levels, number one, you, you, you don't even try to score, so you'll never score. So how how stupid is that? You don't even try. Number two, you're not even threatening the defense by throwing something deep, trying to make them play defense, so they're laughing at you because you're not even trying you know, to do anything. And thirdly, your point, 
they're telling the team, the offensive line, the guard, the tackle, the wide receiver, look, just uh, we're, we're happy to go in uh, the way it is, and, and we're not even going to try because you know we don't want to put Jeff, Justin in a bad. You know, they're 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 basically subliminally telling you. They don't, they don't have confidence in him. And that has to be coming from you-know-who, not Eberflus. It's coming from Getze. Well, I'll tell you what, and again, what you just said and what I said a lot earlier, uh, Gus, was the fact that what, what do you think these players are all dumb and stupid? And when you've got a minute and four seconds to go and three timeouts and you basically, basically take a knee and don't attempt and then you, when it comes down to we're just 46 seconds and you're on your own 28-yard line, which we are right around the 30, and you don't try to launch the ball, and you have 46 seconds left starting out with a minute and four, and you have three timeouts, and you mean to tell me you don't even attempt to score? They don't even call a play. They're too busy waving the white flag. It, what do you sad. think? What, what like the like, you think these players out there? You think those eleven guys offensively are out there? We're gonna do what? We're not gonna try to move it. We're not gonna try to score. Believe me, I know what I'm talking. I'm just trying to tell you something, folks. That was that. I, what that was god awful. Gus, thanks for your call. We appreciate it. We'll get back to more of your phone calls here in just a moment as we'll uh, burn a final time out here. He's back, by the way. Long-time sponsor, Nationwide Agent Jeff Vukovic is back. For all your home auto business needs, contact Vuk at jeffvuk.com. And remember, Nationwide is on your side. Uh, it was big time uh, just being able, but I was focused all week because I knew I was going to give myself a shot playing the game. Still wasn't all the way there, but hey, you know, halfway is better than no way, so I'm happy. Roquan Smith there talking about that big interception that allowed the Bears to get the win. Our play of the game sponsored by Good Foods. Game day is Guac Day, Bears fans. Enter to win amazing prizes at gamedayisguacday.com. Good Foods Guac available at Jewel Osco. Happen OB. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at chevydrivechicago.com. You know, the Bears have been uh, playing the game of football for 103 years. Is that correct? I think that's right. Yeah. And uh, double that because, you, you know, uh, 103 years and what 16, 14 games back then, and then second, all the games. How many? A thousand. This today was the 14th highest rushing total in franchise history. Think about that. All those years of Sayers and Walter Payton, all this is 14th highest rushing total in a game in Bears history. That tells you, yeah. hey, they're doing something right. And I heard that it was the, the, the highest rushing total in a game since September of 1984 in your game against the Cowboys. Yeah, so yeah, that, that was, was I was there. That was back in the day, yes. All right, let's go back out to the phones here real quick. And 312-981-7200 is our telephone number out in Chicago here. Steve, Steve, you're out with the guys. How you doing? Hey, Hampton OB, uh, I love you guys. You're great. I go back to watching the Bears with Rudy Bukic and Ronnie Bull and those people, so I've been watching the Bears an awful long time. Fields doesn't have it, period. Time to change. He can't read defenses. He keeps throwing off the wrong foot. Uh, he doesn't know how to throw a ball into traffic. He has no concept of the NFL game. And by the way, I followed him in college, too, because my daughter went to Ohio State, and I didn't think he was all that great in college. He had one or two really good games. The rest of the games were just kind of so-so. When a guy doesn't have it and he looks at his receiver, 
and 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 things like that. You know, why do we always keep picking these uh, quarterbacks who stare the receivers down? Uh, you know, Cutler did that. Uh, uh, Trubisky did that, and this guy does it. You have to look off the receiver. You have to be able to read defenses and play a little bit. But this guy, he's never going to get any better. It's time to go on to somebody else. Well, you know, Ob and I, thank you very much for your call, sir. Uh, Ob and I, we grapple with this this question for what now on this program here seven years. You know, from. The Trubisky era, even some Nick Foles and this and that, and now Justin Fields. And and I knew, I knew Trubisky was not the answer. Last year, there were times I was in my heart thinking, this kid's got it. But I said at the top of the hour, OB, when I came back in from getting some water, I said, you know, I still haven't had that feeling through three games that I had to two or three times last year where I said, hey, this guy's going to be okay. He's going to be our guy. He's going to be the man. I haven't seen it this year. And, I, and it, 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 again, Getsy, the quarterback coach, the, the, they need to burn some midnight oil. They need to figure out what's going on with this kid. Think about this. You know, uh, Cairo Santos was awful in the opener, right? Missed two extra points, whatever, the weather. Well, he was three for three today. He was perfect. You know, you have to look at the trajectory. Everybody needs to try to get better week after week after week. He's getting worse. Well, here's the thing. You know, Steve, if the call is still with us, you know, I, you know what I love to ask a question to Getsy and to Eberflus? Uh, the question would be, okay, we've had three games. Okay, we, we know how this league is formed. We know what the game, how the game is played today. We've gone through, what, 12 quarters of football? Why haven't we gone downfield? Why don't we, the Chicago Bears, throw the ball maybe over 20 yards, over 15 yards, over 30 yards, try to get it on a fly pattern, a deep post or whatever. I've said this before. We don't even try it. And don't tell me that we don't have the quality enough people there. Darnell Mooney is, I'll tell you what, I'll take him any day of the week. Cole Komet, I'll take him as a tight end any day of the week. And that's who we should be using. Folks, again, have you ever seen us in three games go downfield? We don't even go downfield one time a game. That's the question I'd have answered. You know, what, Eberflus, Getsy, what are you thinking about? Why? Somebody answer that question. Well, in my mind, he'd answer you, well, we're not efficient enough to waste a play throwing it down. Well, he had had three right at the end of the first half. You moron. He had three at the end of the first half. Just throw all three of them down the field. See what happens. Right? Right. Stupid. (laughs) Gents, thanks so much for your thoughts. Uh, Can't wait to get together again next Sunday at 11 a.m. when the Bears take on the New York football Giants. The, wow. the show just f- flies on by. Yeah. Just oh, flies on by. Well, thank-, thank you all the callers. And, hey, we're 2-1. Yeah. We're going to New York. We're going to be 3-1. We, we could actually win that football game. The way things have been going, we're winning kind of crazily. But guess what? Why not?
Let's get it done, if we can. Let's get it done. All right, we'll talk to you guys again on Sunday at 11. Game day is Guac Day, Bears fans, and that means the delicious taste of Good Foods guacamole. It's always a touchdown with Good Foods guac because Good Foods brings game-winning flavor. Perfectly ripe, hand-scooped avocados made with delicious, real ingredients. Visit gamedayisguacday.com and enter to win all kinds of great prizes and a season full of good foods. When you gather to cheer on the Bears this season, reach for the Good Foods Guac. Available at Jewel Osco and other Chicagoland retailers, pick up the guac today. News coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. And Happen OB has been sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com.